from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, July 2nd, 2020. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine announced his administration's much-anticipated guidelines to help school districts plan for the beginning of the school year in the fall. DeWine this afternoon laid out five recommendations for Ohio's school districts, including assessing for symptoms, hand washing and sanitization of surfaces, social distancing measures, and face coverings for staff and for children who are old enough to do so. He added that federal funds would be made available to help defray the costs associated with these guidelines. DeWine stressed that if and to what extent these measures will be implemented will be up to individual school districts. Many of the state's largest districts have already announced plans that make use of distance learning or shortened in-person instruction for students during the week. Governor DeWine this afternoon also implemented a new Ohio Public Health Advisory Alert System to help make clear the level of danger each county faces in Ohio during the COVID-19 pandemic. The four-level system, which is also color-coded, is based on seven indicators that determine how a county is being impacted by the virus. DeWine said no counties are currently under a level four or purple emergency, the highest level. There are currently seven counties at a level three or red emergency, Huron in North Central Ohio, Cuyahoga and Trumbull in Northeast Ohio, Montgomery, Butler and Hamilton counties in Southwest Ohio, and Franklin County in Central Ohio. In Franklin County, Columbus has joined the list of cities across Ohio that are mandating use of face coverings by people in public places who cannot practice social distancing. The Columbus Dispatch reports Mayor Andrew Ginther announced today that wearing a mask in certain locations and circumstances would become required to stop accelerating the contagion of the coronavirus. Ginther's order starting tomorrow requires masks be worn in situations likely to promote the virus's spread, such as inside businesses and on public transportation. He said police would not initially stop people who were out of compliance, but that could change depending on acceptance of the order. Ginther's move follows similar measures by mayors in Dayton and the Columbus suburb of Bexley. Dayton Mayor Nan Whaley said yesterday that wearing face coverings will be crucial to slowing the spread of the coronavirus in her hard-hit city. I know, including myself, that no one is excited about wearing a mask. I know that wearing a mask is uncomfortable, I know that unfortunately, wearing a mask has become a political flashpoint. But I also know that masks save lives. With the college football season up in the air, Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith is telling fans they can help bring football back with one simple move that should sound familiar by now. Dave Holmes explains. Ohio State's athletic director took to social media to encourage people to wear a mask. COVID-19 has been spreading among various college football teams, especially Clemson and LSU. And while the plan is to still play football this fall, that could change depending on where we are with the virus one month from now. Buckeyes, we miss you. And we would really like to see you in the shoe this fall. So please, wear your mask. Go Buckeyes. I'm Dave Holmes. Ohio reported today that more than 35,000 new unemployment claims were filed last week. Tracy Townsend has more. This marks the ninth straight week the number of claims has declined. More than 1.4 million people filed for unemployment claims in the past 15 weeks. Nationally, 4 million jobs were added last month. This is far better than most economists predicted. I'm Tracy Townsend. Police investigating a report that a woman's body was in a barrel at a Southwest Ohio home say they found exactly that. 
Middletown police say they arrested a man who tossed the barrel over a backyard fence when they showed up on Tuesday. It wasn't clear when or how the woman died, and her death remains under investigation. The man, 35-year-old William Slayton, was jailed on charges of corpse abuse, tampering with evidence, and failure to report a crime or death. Authorities say another person living in the home with Slayton called police after he threatened her in a way that indicated he had harmed someone else. The statue that many people identified with the city of Columbus has been removed. Yolanda Harris talked to two residents who watched the Christopher Columbus statue at City Hall be removed yesterday. Mayor Ginther ordered the statue be removed after some city council members said it supported racism and bigotry. As it was being taken down, several people gathered to watch, and that included a woman whose family helped build it and a man who says he supports its removal. The city lost. The city surrendered and didn't even know what was happening. I know some of what it, the negative connotations it meant for us as black people. Um, so mixed emotions. It'll be kept at a secure facility until the Columbus Art Commission decides what to do with it and what will replace it. I'm Yolanda Harris. Personal protective equipment, or PPE, has been hard to come by since the COVID-19 pandemic began, but some Ohio organizations are now getting millions to help fulfill that need. Angela Ann reports. Secretary of Commerce Wilbur Ross visited Youngstown yesterday to announce a $1.4 million grant for the company America Makes, which makes PPE. This funding will help expand production capacity from 240,000 to 400,000 units of PPE per week. $5 million of that will also go to a local job development force to provide financing for small businesses. I'm Angela Ann. And as more young people are becoming infected with the virus, a 19-year-old COVID-19 survivor from Central Ohio is sharing his message with people his age. Pete Scalia has the story. Will Stack says he and his father tested positive for COVID-19 after returning from Paris in March. Now, while his symptoms were mild, Stack was worried he would pass the virus on to other family members. He has a message for other young people to think about those around them. Some people that do go out, it almost seems like a self saying, yes, they might not be at risk and they might not get it, or if they do, they might be fine, but the person right next to you might be have some condition where if they get it, they could die. Now that Stack has recovered, he's helping others with COVID-19 by donating his antibody-rich plasma. I'm Pete Scalia. Special thanks to affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett for the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.